0: Sometimes get a little wordy on the introduction. I've heard that from a few friends who are willing to tell me that. Part of the setup to uh, each interview. This one will take very little introduction. It's a conversation with Joe Buck, and it's the first time I've talked to him about the move from Fox to ESPN to be the new voice of Monday Night Football after, what, 27-plus years at Fox, pretty much synonymous with Fox Sports. Fox Sports. Joe Buck had a year left on his deal. I'm sure you've read about it, heard about it. Interesting to talk about it. That he went to Fox and said, hey, is there any way you'd let me leave? And the timing was perfect because Troy Aikman had gone to Monday Night Football, ESPN, and really as much as anything what we've heard and people have said is that the NFL, the league, wanted ESPN, wanted Monday Night Football to have a bigger feel to Beef it up a little bit. And they love the idea of Buck and Aikman making that move from the A team at Fox to doing Monday Night Football. So it was sort of a league idea, an ESPN decision. And they pursued Joe and Fox. They all worked it out. And this conversation is about that move and the fact that his dad, Jack Buck, for many years did Monday Night Football on the radio with Hank Stram. A lot of great tie ins. Joe's wife, Michelle, works for ESPN. And, oh, by the way, one of her main jobs is doing feature pieces on Monday night football. So with the young boys at home, Blake and Wyatt, about, I'm guessing here they're about four. Should be about four. So they got the kids, and now he and his wife can travel together on Sundays to get to the big game Monday night. So here it is, The Visit with Joe Buck. It's presented by Triad Bank, longtime sponsor of the Kill Coin Conversation all of our segments over the years you can find them in front on clayton road or on the web it's triadbanking.com.com i think it's i think it's known as .com triadbanking.com home loan car loan business loan make sure you talk to the fine folks at triad bank also appliance discounters the appliancediscounters.com the website start your search there just type ge general electric into the search engine check out all the washers dryers stoves refrigerators you name it they've got it at the lowest prices it's real simple the appliance discounters.com where their savings are your savings b and g tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks to make that brick home garage chimney look new again great examples online at bgtuckpointing.com i love when they tweet out pictures of the before and after photos get a free estimate whether it's foundation repair, waterproofing, tuckpointing, 363-0525 is the number to call, Rich Galati and the team there, B&G, that'd be Bella and Gabby, his daughters, B G TuckPointing.com. And Marie De Villa Senior Living located at the corner of Clayton and Weidman Road, take a virtual tour at mariedevilla.com, assisted living, villa estates, beautiful spot in West County, 60-acre campus. Check them out online at mariedevilla Dot com. Here it is, The Visit with Joe Buck. Tell me about Leaving Fox. I know it's, it's business and it's work, but were you nostalgic? Was it emotional when, when you finally knew, hey, that's, that's it, I'm done at Fox?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, answering this question, I realize nobody watching this cares about <laughs> if Joey's sad uh, about Leaving Fox. But, yeah, I, you build relationships. And, I mean, I started there when I was 24, and when I, when I auditioned, in the spring of ninety four uh, I prepared for that audition in spring training doing a game off of TV with my dad so that's how far back that goes in my life um, you know my dad's been gone for twenty years this was well before obviously he passed away so uh, it is ba- it's over half my adult life over half my life I've been at Fox and so it's more the personal things the producers the directors the broadcast associates, the people I work with on the air that um, that make it emotional for me. Um, but as far as what Mike Flag is in front of my face while I do a football game, that part of it is business, but it's the relationships that, that I'll miss and the, the comfort that I had any time I showed up at any Fox event. I'd, I'd been there my the whole life.
0: Maybe the surprise, too, is it wasn't nasty. It didn't seem right. I mean, it could have been. I guess no it
1: was good and and I uh I feel like I and they went about it the right way to the point where when I had my last conversation with Eric Shanks during that time and I've talked to him since a bunch of times he said I feel like we did this right like we leave this relationship on good terms and whatever you need from me and from us consider it done and I said and vice versa you know like I'm not disappearing um And who knows? I mean, it's a crazy business. It's a five-year contract, and I'll be at ESPN. We know that for five years, and then who knows after that? I mean, burning bridges is a dumb thing, and and I had no reason to. I I was completely at their mercy. You know, Troy left. He had the out in his contract. I did not. And uh, this, at least to me, felt like this bus is going to come around once, and it's got one seat on it. And I either get on it now or I'm never going to get on this thing. And for me, with little kids who are going to be doing things on the weekends and sports teams and whatever, it just fit right in. And my wife, Michelle, works at ESPN and she does Monday night, uh, the pregame show. So we can travel together and kind of semi work together. It just it it felt like a good match considering Troy was already gone and, and there and uh... you know thankfully fox was uh... willing to let me out and i, I, I guess the one line i had i said i've given you twenty seven years of my life and i'm asking for one back <laughs> and uh... they said okay you know and, and they traded some football game for me it's penn state purdue i thought i was worth more than that but i'm not so uh that that put me back in my place
0: that's gotta be kind of a weird deal traded for a football game that's that's a new vibe huh that's,
1: yeah i mean al michael's in a bag
0: of balls we used to always say about trades exactly
1: you know? and, and uh broadcaster being in, to be named yeah, later. later so uh yeah i mean al michaels was traded for a cartoon rabbit in the disney catalog back in the day when he kind of did this same thing and uh, and for me, yeah, they they had to, Fox had to come back with something and say, yeah, we let him out, but we got a higher seeded football game this next college season, and you know everybody's happy.
0: But if Troy Aikman doesn't leave Fox, this this probably isn't even happening. Right? No, no chance. I mean,
1: it, that's what that was the first domino that fell.
0: Does he text you or call and say, Joe, you gotta you gotta come with? No,
1: him. I mean, I think that's kind of the ex athlete in him that he takes care of his business and he takes care. I didn't even know he had an out in his contract all last year. I mean, I I was aware that he could, that he could potentially leave maybe halfway through the football season. So I I think he always keeps his stuff private and, and he never pushed me even when it seemed like it was imminent. uh, He stayed away until it was official. uh, And, and he was like doing handsprings. So, uh, you know I, I appreciated that I had enough voices in my head including the six of my own that were battling over this whole thing and you know my mom and my sister and my wife and my daughters and friends and coworkers. and I mean I canvassed everybody I could come across and and I would say 99.9 percent of the people including some people at Fox who I'm very close with said man you can't pass this up you get you got to take it if it's there and and I did, and and they
0: let me go. And the appeal of Monday night football—we're the same age, loosely—and it's that was such a big thing as a kid. That's got to have a little bit of a pull to it, too. It's not to do, you know. I love little league baseball, but I mean, it's Monday night football in the NFL. I mean, that's—it's not just hey, Troy and our buddies. It's also—it's a pretty big stage.
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know you're right we're we're basically the same age and so when i was a kid and i was going to monday night football games with my dad and he was going into the radio booth which was basically like a broom closet that they you know put some wires in and said here you and hank can do the game out of here two booths over was the monday night football crew and it was cosell and gifford and dandy don and then you know the next iteration of all that with al michaels and our friend dan and. And Gifford, and and then you know all these different people that have come through there. When I was a little kid, I saw the spectacle that was that booth, with the lights and the security and the jackets and the you know the star power that was walking in there. And I remember as a kid that made an impression on me. So uh, that that is a big part of it. I mean, I'm excited to to have the schedule come out in under two weeks and see where I am the entire football season. Uh, and know that, you know, I, I kind of have I have a way to navigate the season as opposed to, you know, we'll tell you where you're going next week for the game two weeks from now. Um, it's all laid out. And so uh, it, it's a big deal to say I'm the play by play guy for Monday Night Football. And and for as great as the Fox music is, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's like ingrained in my head and part of my DNA. Now, when you hear that, dun 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 dun, dun you know, and you're putting your voice to that. Uh, that's going to be really cool. And I think it'll, it'll hit me, that first game we do, like, oh, my God, I'm really doing Monday Night Football.
0: There's a great piece in Real Sports Bernard Goldberg did on Monday Night Football. And they play that music, and he said, if you don't recognize this music, there's a good chance you're a communist. <laughs> and it was, like, it was Well, that's Bernie. That's Goldberg. Yeah. I mean, that, he's the best. But I, was,
1: that's very much right, him. Yeah, you know? but he's right. I mean, that's, I, you don't have to be a sports fan. You sure don't have to be a football fan to hear that music and go oh that's the song i hear on monday nights and and for it's a powerful theme song that uh that they went back two years ago and i'm glad they did because that's the same era we're talking about with uh you know with Han- with howard and and everybody else so i It'll be cool when that music hits.
0: How much of the appeal also? Something new, something fresh, you know, different bosses, different venue, I mean, is a little bit of that too? You've been doing it a long time at one place, and it, not that it would have been bad if you'd gone back, but it's just kind of exciting to try this?
1: Yeah, I. That that's a big part of it. I think change is good, and I, I don't know that I, I was, I mean, I'm challenged every time I walk into the booth. It's, it's not an easy job, I love it, but, it's, it's very familiar to me and being uncomfortable is good. I, I think it, it makes you work differently and makes you prepare in new ways and, and you grow from that. Um, you know, one of the people I talked to and I, I said earlier that I talked to everybody in my life, I talked to David Hill, who's the man that brought me to Fox back in 94 and said, you know, you're a young guy, who's, you know, whatever it was, 24 at that time. And he said, you gotta go. You you gotta go because you're when you're gonna be nervous that first game and that's good. You you need that again in your life. And uh, and once he said kinda I think it's good that you go and and leave our little nest here at at Fox and he's he's been gone for ten years, but he still has his fingerprints on all that. Uh, I, I That was kind of the final straw. I was like, all right, this is the right move. It feels like the right move, but once I heard that from David and he he put it in those in that context of you need to be nervous before a game that 's good for you and you and your mind and your creativity then then it was like all right let 's try to make this happen
0: and then the the idea too you 're being pursued. they want you and they 're throwing money at you i mean that 's got to feel after everything you 've done it 's still kind of nice though that people are Putting value in what you do.
1: It it is. And and I you know, I I I employ a psychologist for just these issues. Getting into this business is Jack Buck's son. Going and getting hired at Fox from a bunch of ex CBS people other than David Hill, Ed Gorin, all these people were, you know, Pat Summerall and John Madden, Dick Stockton and Matt Millen. They were all CBS people who went over. My dad was at CBS forever. And I think the perception, at least in the back of my mind, that little voice of doubt was like, well, you know, you're only there because your dad was a CBS guy and he had a relationship with Ed Gorin. And now and then, you, you know, you didn't screw it up. So you got to do it for a bunch of years. And, and then when you have another network going, no, we really want you to try to change the feel of Monday Night Football. Yeah, I, I think anybody would be flattered by that. So there's that, that flattery is, is not lost on me, and, and I'm willing to admit, I'm, you know, for my fragile ego, it was a good thing.
0: What would your dad say?
1: Finally made it to Monday night? Yeah, no, he, he,
0: he, would, he would love
1: this. He would love it. I, you know, I, he was so, he was very much a backseat driver, uh, I guess in the best possible way. He wasn't even in the car when I was starting. He, he just kind of stayed off to the side and would make his comments of compliments and all that to my mom to the guy delivering the mail to the person at Ledoux pharmacy whatever but he didn't really come to me and go man you really knocked that one out of the park he just kind of let me find my own way and i think when when i started to do bigger events at fox um you know i i knew how proud he was of the things that i was doing and stuff that You know, he tried toward the end of his career and didn't go that well his two years at CBS working with Tim and uh, doing baseball there after taking over for Brent Musburger so I he was always really proud of the network stuff I did and I think for me to then be named the lead voice of Monday Night Football. Uh, that would have been something that uh, I, he, he would have been bursting with pride. So I, I think about that kind of stuff
0: all the time. Will you miss baseball? And I read where you said, "Hey, I did the World Series enough. It's somebody else's turn." You I know? said and-
1: I made the mistake when I was selling my book. Uh, I was with Tim McKernan, and I said it in front of people, and it got picked up. And this was like 2000, I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, somewhere in there, fourteen. And I said, you know, it's it's at some point it's time for some another voice in there. It's time I've done it forever. And uh I, I had told Fox over the last three years, I was like, this next year, which would have been this season, that's my last. That'll be twenty five World Series, twenty three in a row. At some point it's gotta end. And and you'd rather end where you feel like you're still decent at it than stumbling around trying to you know figure out if it's really a home run or a foul ball or whatever and do i miss it um i miss calling the game i i don't miss sitting here at home trying to keep up with a league that isn't waiting for anybody and they weren't waiting for me i mean all year long i was barely doing any regular season games and i'd show up in the postseason it's like okay the rays are in the world series who are six of these nine guys playing in their lineup i had to play catch up. And it was a race against time before the series started like, all right, I need to figure out who the heck is playing in these games. I can do the game, I can do the mechanics of it, but the storylines and everything else that like a Dan McLaughlin would have or a John Rooney would have when they're seeing teams come in and out of town and they're going on trips and they're watching these teams develop over the course of the season, I had no working knowledge. I was just dropping out of the you know the rafters doing the world Series and it was hard to do it that way. So I'm I'm happy for Joe Davis. I'm really excited for the people that took over for me. Kevin Burkhardt is one of the nicest people in the world, and he's going to do the football for me. And Joe Davis is a phenomenal young guy that took over for Vin Scully in LA. He's, he's already dealt with that kind of stuff, and he's going to get to work with John Smoltz. I'll miss John, um, and he and I still talk all the time. But man i'm I'm just happy to kind of get out of their way a little bit and let them grow and and try new things and and get to the level you know they always hope to get to
0: do you think you'd ever get to a point where you'd want to do baseball like tie it all together and do cardinal games in ten or twenty years, or do you think that you'd ever have that pull? yeah i mean if we
1: if we stay here i mean it it's a grueling schedule, and I understand why. These guys now seem to take some time off. You know, Back when I was growing up, I, my dad was gone for two weeks at a time on long road trips out to the West Coast and whatever. And uh, it's a great life, but it's a lot of travel. Um, and I'm at the point now where I've kind of done all I feel like I've worked really hard since I was a kid, since I was 19 at AAA Louisville and doing the bus trips and the commercial flights and then doing the Cardinals. And I'm the luckiest guy in the world. But I I put a lot of hard work in. And so now I feel like I get to kind of go to the next chapter and not have to travel all over the country every week. Um, And October was crazy, where I was doing six, seven games a week over two sports on prime time every night. And it just wore me down. So, yeah, I think once I recharge a little bit and I go, I miss calling balls and strikes and home runs and double plays and stolen bases and whatever. Maybe, uh, but, you know, it takes two for that also. I don't just waltz in and say, hey, I want to call Cardinal games. That That's up to the Cardinals and, and me at some point if, if it ever comes to that.
0: What do you think your Fox legacy is? What do you look back? What are you proud of as you look back? And have you done that? Have you been nostalgic this summer a little bit or this spring?
1: No, I really haven't. I, I think it'll hit me once the World Series is on or an All-Star game and I'm not sitting there doing it because I've done them for so long. But um, – I feel like my, my track record at Fox is, is more baseball heavy. Um, the football's great, but it's different. Baseball's different and a different um, job, I think, altogether. I think there's more downtime, there's more time to carry it, there's more storylines, there's more strategy involved for the play by play guy. And to do it, I'm the only guy that's done it during the time of social media and to do the World Series year after year and put up with the stuff of you hate our team. I mean, people in St. Louis think I hate the Cardinals and it's because I can't go in there rooting. I can't do the game like I'm the Cardinal announcer. I can't go in there doing the game like I'm the Dodgers announcer or whatever. It's just, it is what it is. So I think putting up with all that, um, calling the games and, and, and trying to put my little stamp on it, get out of the way and let people enjoy the natural sound of, of a ball game I think hopefully is is what people uh, appreciated about what I did. And if they didn't know it while I was doing it, um, maybe as they hear other stuff and other guys doing it, they might go, oh, that, that other guy wasn't that bad. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm too young for legacy talk
0: yet. From what I've seen, people are pretty excited about this. So It seems like a lot of people are like, oh, cool, Joe and Troy on Monday night. I haven't seen a lot of... Oh, that guy. Yeah, you know?
1: I, I I don't get the sense. I I agree. Maybe I shouldn't get, jinx it. But. Yeah, I you know
0: at some point all that
1: stuff <laughs> on online lives and where it lives. But yeah, I I get the sense that you know people at ESPN are really excited, and and that's a weird feeling to go in there and be like, okay, we're here now. Everybody, back up. It, it's I, we're the new guys, and uh, but I do get the sense that people in management are really excited about us being there people at the league are excited about us about us being there and i think the the person working at esp i know my wife is excited about
0: i was going to ask you that she's like oh god you're tagging along a little bit we talked we (laughs) joked about my place i know we joked about my place it
1: dawned on us when uh one of our now common bosses, like well we'll get to save money on the hotel room i'm like I don't know about that. I kind of have my own pregame
0: routine, and I want to
1: sleep in the morning. And she's getting up and doing stuff. And I don't know. I'm gonna. We're gonna charge them for two rooms.
0: Uh, I did want to ask about the mass singer. How did that come? I always wondered what that. That wasn't like scripted to be your farewell or anything. Was that just? Oh my God! No, I mean that just for, kind of proves how okay.
1: how it, it was like a shotgun wedding with ESPN that um, that that came to pass because not only am i on was i on the mass singer uh and voted off after the first show. i mean i got through the first show voted off on the second show i'm very proud of that uh but now i'm on i'm on domino masters so i do mass singer domino masters i'm still on fox but that's that's like my last bit uh, on the network but i it was something we talked about a couple years ago and then after covid they found a really palatable way to shoot that show where I could be out there for one week even if I made it through almost the entire thing. It was one week's commitment and I was like alright, let's go have fun and, and do something you know, as somebody that had a paralyzed vocal cord 11 years ago it, it was kind of like a badge of honor that I'd go out there and try to sing in front of people dressed as a ram of all, of all
0: costumes. Yeah, wait, was it Ramit? No, what was our guy? Who was it? Ram? What was Ram Pay? My? Yeah, my, but who are you? Yeah, I was just ram that was it okay just ram and that was their irony with joe being ram or i trust they me. did they pick it or did you pick they it? picked it oh and, they did and
1: there was nobody on the okay. call when they told me what i was going to be that uh was worried about the nfl or st louis or it was none of that it just that was just total coincidence
0: and it'll be interesting to see what the nfl does with the schedule you know for a while espn some of those games they got and We would talk about it. Man, Monday Night Football, why? that's the game? It's the best the league can give them? And so I think ESPN is now going to say, listen, we did our part. We stepped up. You know, the reports are it's a lot of money that Joe and Troy are getting paid. And now ESPN is going to say, okay, what kind of games are we going to get? If we're going to make this into a bigger thing, let's get some better games. And we'll be finding that out soon. I know week two, they did announce that. Uh, Bills and Titans. And that's a really good game these days. Bills and Titans, two of the better teams, not just the AFC, but in the NFL. So it'll be fun to see what the whole slate looks like. It'll be a little strange at first, looking up and not seeing Joe Buck on Fox, especially during the World Series. we got Kevin Burkhart, who's a great guy. He's been a guest on the show. He is going to be the lead football announcer. And Joe Davis, who does the Dodger games, he'll be the lead baseball announcer taking over for joe and as joe buck pointed out i guess you know he he, he replaced Vince Scully. i think he'll be fine which is a great point always appreciate joe buck coming on the show the kill Coin conversation on spotify itunes and i'm always being told got to get more subscribers so even if you listen regularly it's a good idea well for me it's a good idea for me if you will take the time i never take the time to do anything subscribe to the Kilcoin Conversation. And all of the segments are always at Scoops with the great website run by the Cardinal Broadcaster Dan McLaughlin. Kilcoin Conversation presented as always by Marie DeVilla Senior Living, Red Shandines home for so many years, beautiful villa estates. It's an entire campus there in West County at the corner of Clayton and Widman Road, MarieDevilla.com. Appliance discounters where you can get a washer, dryer, stove, refrigerator, get all of it. In fact, we're talking about a new kitchen and John Bradley, talked to him about getting every single piece for the kitchen from TheApplianceDiscounters.com. They have all the big brands, all the best names, all the best deals. It's unbelievable. Whatever you're looking for, they literally have it all. And the 80,000 square foot warehouse in downtown St. Louis means they've got inventory. So you don't have to wait months, get things delivered within days. They are... The best in appliances and the best in the bricks, you know by now, B&G Tuck Pointing. Bgtuckpointing.com is their website or call 363-0525 if you've got foundation issues, waterproofing needs, or simply tuckpointing those bricks to make things look new again. Make sure you talk to Rich Galati at B&G Tuck Pointing. And Triad Bank, they really are the neighborhood-friendly bank. For many years, I would go to these you know, national or big chain banks, and first of all, the people were disappearing in the lobby, and then they're rude on top of it. I'm like, how how does this make any sense? You give them your money, and then they're not friendly to you. I'll never understand it. Triad Bank's got it figured out. Find out for yourself. Stop by and see them on Clayton Road in Frontenac or on the web at triadbanking.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do it again soon.